Welcome to The Spirit of Healing, the podcast that explores the profound connections between mind, body, and spirit in the world of holistic health. I'm your host, Lisa Powers, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey to balance and wellness. So join us as we dive deep into ancient healing traditions, modern holistic practices, and the power of conscious living. Discover practical insights, expert wisdom, and inspiring stories to empower your own path to well-being. So get ready to unlock your inner healer, because here we believe that true wellness is found within. So subscribe now, and let's embark on this journey together. Right. So happy to have you with us today, Sylvia. Um, I I actually was thinking about it. Uh, it's been over 20 years, I think, that you've been a mentor and um, you've had such a dear place in my heart. Um, so I'm just so happy. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> yes. Yes. Time flies. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Gotta be gotta be 20 years now um so so happy to have you here thank you thank you um so we can we can jump right in the uh, what I thought we would talk about today is your amazing work with the heliosoul system and um so I thought maybe we could start with you giving us just a brief explanation of it um for those listeners who may not be familiar with it yet sure well, the Heliosoul system is basically a system of holistic healing, and it combines sort of the latest cutting-edge quantum science knowledge, as well as the um, ancient sort of spiritual wisdom that's come to us down through the ages. I guess you could say that uh, the Heliosoul system is um, a consciousness, frequency, information-based approach to helping people feel happier, healthier, and to attract the kind of life that they would like to live. And it's basically um, based on three main principles. Uh, the first principle is that the root cause of basically all illness and what we attract to ourselves um, is, is due to the beliefs that people are emotionally attached to. And so one of the things with the heliosoul system is addressing and finding those beliefs so that people can release their emotional attachment. The second principle is that everything vibrates. Everything has its own frequency signature. That includes our bodies, that includes our thoughts and our emotions. And then that leads into the third principle, which is that um, the body-mind can use information-based frequencies to self-heal. So um, that's kind of, you know, how I would explain uh, the heliosoul system in a nutshell. It's fantastic. And I love the work. Um, and I love what you said about it, it encompassing so much from um, the past, but also the present and 
cutting edge science that most people aren't even um, aware of. Oh, yet. Mm -hmm. I, what's interesting is, is that uh, particularly quantum uh, science, quantum mechanics uh, is explaining the same things that the sages have told us in more poetic format. Now we've got a scientific explanation for what they've been saying all these years. It's kind of like the two of them are, are coming together now. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. It's confirmation of what we've always uh, known in our hearts almost. Um, and so it, it's so amazing um, and so elegant. I, I love to call it elegant, but um, what inspired you to put this, this together? Um, well, you know, I have a, a, a quite a background, starting actually with my childhood, um, that kind of has led me down this path. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was just visiting with my sister over the thanks, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, she had uh, a clipping of my father he had been interviewed so he he was probably um uh, the first person to have a health food store okay. and uh, so he was into um, natural healing with teas and um, muds and uh, uh, different food supplements and so on so th that's kind of like what i grew up with and uh, so when I went to uh, university, uh, I ended up studying the body uh, from a kinesiology perspective, a Western perspective. And then um, when I, after um, being a stay-at-home mom for about 10 years, um, I went back into the field and I couldn't find anything uh, with um, with uh, my background in terms of the kinesiology, but long story short, I ended up taking massage programs. So I ended up understanding the body from a different perspective, not necessarily the Western perspective. And then um, I was also asked to uh, um, be the program administrator of the of the massage program here at Mount Royal University. And it was in that position that two things happened. One, um, I was introduced to a work um, called The Delta Vector by George Adair, who's unfortunately deceased right now. But uh, it was the first time that I had heard an explanation of how consciousness creates our reality, how our minds um, actually operate. And then the second thing that happened was that uh, the body talk system came across my desk as well. And uh, that was uh, created by John Beltheim, who also now is deceased. And uh, when that came across my desk, it was like, wow, I can um, see how um, these, this understanding um, is so much superior to anything else that I had done in the past. And uh, so I, I was actually quite involved with the body talk 
system. I was one of the uh, main instructors for quite some time. I think we, it was about 20 years actually that I uh, spent uh, teaching that. And anyway, it was during um, my uh, body talk years that uh, I kept coming up with other ideas that weren't included uh, in the system. And uh, in my demonstrations in the class, um, some of my own work would start coming up and then students would say, well, how can we learn that? <laughs> because it was taking the, the uh, material just outside of what the main body talk system um, had been um, incorporating. So anyway, um, that just was um, one of the things that uh, uh, happened was that my own work started to come up. And then I wanted to make sure that the consciousness aspect, the idea that everything starts off with what's going on in the mind, that it wasn't lost. And so I developed then um, the idea that once you find what the concern is for the, the client, that the next thing you would do would, was to look for the belief systems that led to that. And then after that, we would use frequencies to um, sort of unravel that for the, the, the client or the client would have the opportunity to unravel that for themselves. So along you know, sort of like a long way of getting around to saying that I wanted to make sure that the the consciousness aspect was uh, built right into the system and that um, it was simple, not too complex to learn or to receive and uh, that it was very powerful because we were incorporating the quantum ideas um, of of frequency. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge um, because naturally we always tend to gravitate to the symptom as opposed to the root. Um, and so I love with this work that we're going to the, the base of the imbalance. Um, and you've already touched on some of the things that really separate this system from other modalities, the simplicity, um, you know, consciousness base, getting to that root cause. Um, are, is, what, what are some other distinguishing characteristics that that you would say separate the heliosoul system from other modalities? Well, I would say that um, um, it it is more client-centered than practitioner-centered. So with most modalities, um, including uh, uh, allopathic or Western medicine, and uh, almost all, all oriental kinds of approaches too. You have a person who is the one who's educated to um, look at the client from a certain perspective, whether it's from the Western medicine perspective or Chinese medical perspective, even the massage therapist, for example. You have a trained person who looks at you and decides what's wrong with you. And then they come up with um, the, um, the, the program, whether it's, you know, drugs or surgery or needles or cupping or physical manipulation uh, to help to alleviate whatever the symptoms are. Mm -hmm. With the heliosoul system, 
as well as this was the approach that was so radical that I carried over from the body talk system is that uh, the, the practitioner really um, can't know what is really wrong with the client. It's the client's own body that has been there all along from conception, right? Like the intelligence that is built into our bodies uh, shows up at the time that the egg and the sperm come together. Like who tells them to to come together and release the the uh, DNA into the egg and then from there how to divide and create two new cells and from there four and from there a whole body with different systems and so on right like there's an intelligence there that um exists way before the mind Mm -hmm. and that we call the innate intelligence of the body or the innate wisdom of the body and it knows what went wrong when it went wrong why it went wrong (laughs) and it also knows You know, what is required for that particular person to start that um, healing? Um, It always wants to heal. The body mind is always trying to balance and heal itself. But things get in the way. And that is what's going on here, the stress that our minds cause. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the Helio Soul System is set up um, to train the practitioner to communicate with the client's innate intelligence and find out from it, what does that client require? What frequencies are necessary to start to unravel how they got to where they are? Mm-hmm. So that's like the how I, I think of it as client-centered because it's the client that guides the whole session, not the practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so amazing because, um, you know, I had some new students last week and they were um, so excited about all of the information, but even more excited that they, that the session did not rely on their limited understanding. It was the client completely in charge. Um, So yeah, it's beautiful. And the way that I've set it up, um, it is so simple you know, um, the questions to ask to find the one concern that you're going to be addressing. Probably the most challenging aspect is finding the underlying belief system um, because everybody has a different set of belief systems, a different worldview about themselves, about other people, about everything. And so that is a bit challenging, but we have guidelines and then to find the, um, the the frequencies, you can just, they're all listed. So just find out from the body what's required, right? And then the, uh, the downloading is, um, again, not a difficult process. It's just all a visualization. And I also... And that comes from... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say that that comes from the idea uh, both from uh, quantum physics and, you know, spiritual understanding that everything um, occurs when there is an observer, like when you observe something, that's when things start to change, right? We can create 
um, a new reality. So that's why that visualization is is built in. Mm -hmm. It's like the role of the practitioner to hold that space as the observer. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, Okay. And um, I also love that with this system, you can work on animals, you can work on plants, you can work on like energetic entities like your business. Um, Yes. Even your computer and your car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Or situations like, you know, um, yes. you know, I need support selling my home or, you know, I'm, I'm ready to find a new job, like um, life circumstances. So it's not just. Well, actually, when I was thinking about, um, you know, giving some examples of, uh, you know, what I've been working on with my clients, uh, I went through my my case file and I realized that a lot of my clients actually do value um, and come to me with things that they want to change in their life. Mm -hmm. So whether it's um, a relationship, for example, right, like their husband is driving them crazy. I have a lot of women whose husbands drive them crazy. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, we do the work, we get to the belief systems that are, you know, causing that situation. And once the emotional attachment is released. They'll come back at the for the next um, session and they'll say, what did you do to my husband? He's different. And it's like, no, no, he hasn't really changed. What's changed is you have changed. And so then everything else around you also appears to be changed, mm-hmm. altered. Yeah. I've also... Um, you know, worked with people uh, with uh, like social anxieties, you know, afraid to uh, go out and um, uh, be with, say, other uh, people or, um, uh, yeah, emotional uh, issues as well, like depression or um, grief. When people lose a particularly a pet, um they tend to um, really go into a downward spiral and so helping them come out of that um yeah so there's there it's more than just you know here's a pain in my body fix it although um i also have had some very serious health um problems that have been presented to me for example there was a I think he was only like a year old when um, um, he came to my attention and he had uh, a cancer uh, around the kidney and infiltrating into the spine, the spinal column. And, uh, you know, didn't look good from the Western perspective, but we worked with him and I mean, he still did the chemo and the radiation and basically the the tumor is gone like yeah so um uh you know it 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 can help um even with uh like the side effects of of chemo making sure that the person doesn't um experience such extreme side effects from the chemicals that are being pumped into the body Because literally, chemotherapy introduces uh, chemicals that bring cells to 
the brink of death. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, so of course it's going to have an effect on on a person. So we can help ameliorate some of those side effects with this work. That's fantastic. And we can also use the work for um, you know preparing people for surgery. Like let's say they they do need it. You know, um, I've worked with people with open heart surgery, with neck surgery, with uh, back surgery and so on, a foot surgery. Um, and that helps them, helps the body prepare for the onslaught of what happens during surgery, including the uh, anesthetics and so on. And also people who get this work before surgery, they literally um, heal in about a third of the time from it. It's quite amazing, actually. And again, no side effects, no complications, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and other kinds of preparation as well for sports, Mm -hmm. getting people in peak performance to, um, you know, like I was working with a young girl who uh, was in Irish dancing, the you know, and, and she was in competitions, had never won until she started getting sessions. And then all of a sudden she was winning all her age category uh, uh, competitions. And I've worked with uh, divers as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, diving competitions. So it can help either bring you to your, your own personal best in a competition or um in a in a game for example you can work with a whole team as you said earlier you know we can work with groups yeah whether it's um well well i think of like the business Mm -hmm. uh, approach as like a group but yeah no we can work with groups uh families you know improving relationships within families i mean really there is nothing that we can't address yes yeah i think that's amazing and it's and it's because everything is connected um yes yeah and the other thing i love too is you can do this work from a distance you know some modalities require you know need an e heart heart but you can you can do this work really effectively um from a distance as well right yes and um i think uh it's because, first of all, what you said, everything is connected, like um, everything is here and now. And so we can, with our minds and our, our focus, connect to anyone, anywhere. Uh, frequencies don't need time and space. I mean, when you think of where these frequencies are in the zero point field or in the absolute, if we're using uh, more spiritual languaging um, that doesn't even travel through time and space because everything is accessible here and now. And so, yeah, you, I would say that a good 75% of my clientele is on the other side of the world, you know, or in the States or, you know, some part of Canada. I have very few people that are right here physically. 
-hmm. And even they prefer uh, not having to travel to where I am, especially in the winter when it's snowing outside and the roads are bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So everybody actually right now in my, um, my, I, I still have like a partial clinic um, it's I, I do everybody by distance. And some people actually will say that that is a stronger um, way of working with people, that they have stronger reactions because there isn't that interference of the person, you know, um, their mind wandering or whatever. You know, there's just that focus and... Um, yeah, so some people actually think it's much stronger at, at a distance. But at the same time, I would say that we are a touch-deprived society. Well, actually, humanity mm-hmm. just in general is touch-deprived, right? And so there are um, times when having another person physically touching you and manipulating something that is um, useful. Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So for the skeptics, I don't think we have any who are going to be with us today, but just in case for the skeptics, is there anything you would say to address that kind of energy and mindset? Yeah, I would say don't waste your energy trying to convert anybody. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And, and, uh, there are so many people out there that need this kind of work and are willing to have it, that those are the people we should be focused on. And I would say also that, um, in the, uh, worldview that the Heliosoul system is based on, we talk about there being balance. Uh, between, um, well, anything that looks dualistic, right? So if you're into holistic healing, you're going to have some people in your life who think you're crazy, you're nuts, it's bunk, don't waste your money. (laughs) And they're there to actually hold the balance. So I would say, just thank them for holding that opposite viewpoint and just keep doing the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay. So for somebody who is new to the system, um, what recommendations would you give to them to help them introduce Heliosol into their own kind of wellness journey? What's, what do you recommend? Um, well, I would say there are uh, two uh, basic foundational courses. Um, we have them listed as self-help. So again, for people to incorporate into their own wellness routine, uh, but they are also uh, what we use um, for everything else in the system. So really there's only the two basic things. So one of them is the foundational heliosoul technique. And that is um, based on, I don't know if people can see behind me, but that image there where, um, you know, we bring in the light, the frequencies of who we are, 
and uh, allow those to already do their work without any needing any specific sort of intention except just to focus on wholeness and wellness and so on. Uh, the light will do its uh, job through resonance. Um, and people can do that, um, you know, daily on themselves just to get a general sense of well-being. And because the the imagery is that it goes through the chakra system, the main chakras, any imbalances that the chakras are responsible for or what they govern can also just start to shift and change again without any direct um, uh, attention. Um, and this is also the only uh, technique that we have in the system when a practitioner is working with you. This We use that as what we call the download uh, for the frequencies that we have found during the session, which will be specific. But for general um, uh, introduction to um, starting the healing path, this is excellent. And then the second one is the foundational agape mind uh, course. I would say that that particular approach to learning about how the mind creates reality, how it created what you are experiencing in your body, in your life, that approach was probably the most important uh, one for me in terms of shifting my worldview. Like once I started working like that, you know, putting um, uh, out what I wanted and, you know, eliminating what I didn't want in my life, things, it, it seemed magical, just mm. started to flow and open things up the way that I wanted, you know. So um, uh, learning how we create reality and then using it consciously mm. to change what you don't like in your life yes. and create things that you do want. That to me is amazing. So those two are probably the ones that I would say um, are important for somebody if they want to really start to heal and change what they're experiencing in life. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. It's profound. Um, okay. Do you want to give us a little demonstration of it's kind of the, 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 not, not necessarily a specific technique, but just kind of the energy of the, the system or give us. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Um, the uh, um, what we can do is I can I can lead everyone through an exercise where we focus in on uh, the colors that are in light. You know, when light is hit through a prism, it breaks up into what we call the rainbow colors, from red to to violet. And those also happen to be the same colors associated with the chakras. So um, what we can do is we can uh, go through an exercise where we focus in on experiencing what each one of those frequencies 
uh, what they feel like, you know, you know, what, um, like we'll open up all the senses. So I will ask you to not only uh, feel the colors and, and attempt to see them, but also to hear the frequencies and to smell and taste them so that um, you really immerse yourself in uh, that frequency. So we would start with the red, move up to violet, and then move into what we call the omnisphere. And the omnisphere is where all these frequencies come together and, um, you know, uh, create the white light. And uh, I can let you hang out there a little bit and then we just come back down to frequencies again. And that'll give you a sense of some of the energy that's available through the light. Mm -hmm. this internal visualizing of, of light and color. Okay, that sounds great. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So then what you want to do is you want to start off sitting comfortably in, in the chair with your feet flat on the floor. And your hands can be on your lap, either palms down or up. It doesn't matter. And uh, you're going to uh, close your eyes. Um, in order to do this exercise. With our eyes closed, we're less likely to um, have interference from the external world. So what you want to do is um, to begin by uh, taking some nice deep breaths, just breathing in fully and breathing out fully. And again, breathe in and you're breathing in relaxation. And as you breathe out, you breathe out any tension you can feel in your body. So breathe in, breathe out. Now we're going to just focus in on a bit of a physical relaxation just to get the body more relaxed. So you're going to focus your attention on the muscles of your face and your neck and your tongue. And you're just going to scrunch everything up, just tighten everything up and then release them. And notice the difference in the tensed and the relaxed state. And now you're going to move your attention down to your shoulders, your arms, your hands, your chest, and your upper back, and just tense everything up, squeeze, 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 and then relax. And again, notice the difference. And then we're going to go to the lower part of the body. So you're going to squeeze your tummy, your buttocks, your legs. You're going to curl your feet and your toes under and hold and relax. And keep breathing in and out. So now you're going to bring your mind's attention to a red ball of light that you see in front of you. You're going to explore it with all of your senses. So walk around this ball of light, reach out and touch it. 
taking a, a breath and try to smell what the red smells like and what it tastes like. Open up your mouth and let the red light in. And if you're not, uh, you know, having any success, just pretend. Just pretend like you can taste and smell the, the color by making something up. And then listen to the sound that the red light makes. If you could hear it, what would it sound like? Now envision the red energy of the sphere expanding and swirling around you. Its red vibration starts to envelop you. The red light fills you and you become one with the red light. You are now inside the ball of red light. Continue to explore what the red vibration feels like, sounds like, smells and tastes like from inside the ball of red light. If you could see and smell and feel it, what would it feel like? And also be open to any information you might pick up from the red light frequencies. Now pull yourself up and out of the red sphere of light. You see before you an orange ball of light. Explore the orange light with all your senses. Walk around the outside of the sphere of orange. Reach out and touch it. Again, imagine smelling what the orange light smells like, what it tastes like. Listen to the sound that orange makes. If you could hear it, it would sound like and then make something up. The orange light now magnifies in intensity and expands to an orange vibration that surrounds you and envelops you with its orangeness. You are now inside the orange globe of light. Explore the qualities of the orange light with all your senses and remain open to any information that this range of frequencies has to offer. And so we continue with the other light frequencies. Now move up and out of the orange light and you see before you a yellow ball of light. Walk around it. What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What sound does it make? As you explore the yellow light with your senses, it begins to grow and grow and softly caresses you with its yellowness. Continue to experience the yellow vibrations through all your senses. Come up and out of the yellow light 
and notice the green ball of light in front of you. Explore the essence of this green light, first from the outside, then allow the green vibration to flow gently above you, below you, all around you and through you. What does that feel like, taste like, sound like? What information are you picking up? Moving up and out of the green light, notice a blue globe of light floating in front of you. Now explore it from the outside. Breathe in the blue light to smell it. Then as it expands and expands to gently cocoon you in its blue vibration, take another moment to explore its qualities from within and any information it has to share with you. Pull yourself up and out of the blue light to find a purple ball of light to experience. Walk around the purple ball of light, noticing how it smells, tastes, feels, and sounds. The essence of the purple light expands and forms a warm blanket of purple light all around you. What does that feel like? What does purple sound like, taste and smell like? What information does purple light have for you? Now you leave the purple ball of light and pull yourself up and out to notice a violet ball of light in front of you. Notice how the violet frequencies feel when you touch the violet light. Notice the sound that violet makes, what it tastes and smells like. As it begins to expand outward, you find yourself inside the violet sphere of light. You become one with the violet light fully sensing it with every fiber of your being. But we're not finished yet. Pull yourself out of the violet light to find a sphere of bright, pure white light in front of you. This is the Omnisphere. It is a place of infinite possibilities. Explore the Omnisphere with all your senses, first from the outside. Then envision the brilliant white light expanding and swirling around you, penetrating your body deeply until you are one with the white light, 
and you find yourself as an integral part of the omnisphere. Look around you and explore the nature of the vibrations with all your senses. You might perhaps look for all the other color frequencies that are part of the infinite range of frequencies within the sphere. You might perhaps pick up some wisdom from these frequencies. Now I'll give you a few moments of quiet to explore the omnisphere on your own. And now you will be retracing the journey that brought you to the omnisphere in reverse. But we won't spend as much time with each sphere of light as we did coming here. Simply, slowly sink down, down, out of the brilliant white light and into the violet ball of light as the omnisphere floats gently up above your head. Now you find yourself surrounded by the frequencies of the violet light. Pay attention to any sensations or information you may be picking up. The violet ball of light too floats up over the top of you as you sink down, down into the purple sphere of light. Now watch the purple light float up as you sink into the blue ball of light, keeping an awareness through all your senses. Gently lower yourself out of the blue light and down into the green ball of light. Sink down into the yellow ball of light as the green one floats up and away. Now sink into the orange ball of light, picking up whatever sensations and wisdom you receive. Watch the orange light float up as you sink into the red ball of light. And finally, sink out of the red light back into your, into your chair. Take a few deep breaths, bringing your awareness back into your body. Begin to stir, stretch, move, and then open your eyes. That was wonderful. Yeah, reorient yourself back to <laughs> your room where you're sitting or whatever. Yeah. Thank you. That was lovely. Yeah. I went deep. I went deep there. <laughs> yes. Well, 
And, you know, I kind of went um, a little bit quicker um, just so that, you know, we wouldn't use up so much time um, on this uh, uh, podcast, this interview. Uh, but people can always go back to it and uh, listen to it and do it on their own uh, at a slower pace so that they really can get their senses involved and be open to any information that the different frequencies have to offer. That's wonderful. Thank you. Hello, beautiful souls. Before we dive deeper into today's enlightening episode, I wanted to share something truly transformative with you. Have you ever felt called to tap into the incredible power of energy healing? Do you dream of becoming a certified energy practitioner and guiding others towards healing and wholeness? If so, I have some exciting news for you. I'd like to introduce you to the Helio Soul Practitioner Program. It's a comprehensive and life-changing course designed to unleash your full potential as an energy healer. In this program, you'll discover the ancient wisdom and cutting-edge techniques that will make you a master of energy healing. You'll watch as your own life transforms as you develop your healing abilities and become a licensed Heliosoul practitioner ready to empower others on their own healing journeys. So if you're ready to step into your power, make a real impact on the world, and embark on a journey of healing and self-discovery, visit my website at lisapowers.co to learn more about the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. Now let's get back to today's episode. So probably people are really excited um, um, because a lot of uh, the people that I connect with are are already practitioners or wanting to become practitioners. So if someone was interested in becoming a Heliosoul Practitioner, um, what what does the training process involve? It involves getting a hold of you. <laughs> That's one way. <laughs> That's one way. <laughs> yeah. So you know your um, uh, people that are listening to this uh, have a you know a number of choices. Obviously, um, doing the whole package through you, the way that you've structured it, is one way. Mm-hmm. Um, if a person already has a bit of a background in doing some kind of modalities, and a lot of people do, you know, they've, you know, maybe they're doing Reiki, but they maybe also are doing, you know, crystals or, you know, some essential oils or whatever. Um, they need to uh, basically contact me because I will then determine from what courses they've had in the background which courses they still need to do. For a lot of people, the only course that still needs to be done is the introduction to the Helio Soul System for practitioners of other modalities. Um, I find that uh, usually the only thing that I need to uh, include for people is um, how to communicate with a, a client's uh, innate intelligence using um, sort of the yes, no um, uh, process that they may not have done in one of their other trainings. So, um, yeah. The other thing also, um, there are some recorded courses, ones that I've recorded, and I often will encourage people 
to at least do the um, the foundational philosophy course because you can go through that on your own. Um, you have access to it for six months. You can download the, the manual and so on because that gives a really good understanding of the consciousness bit that we include in the heliosoul system. Like, you know, how does the mind uh, break things into um, the two extremes, which then makes it appear like we're living in a world of duality or in a universe of duality, which is actually not true. That's the illusion that we've created. So just understanding that because when we go to looking for the emotional attachments that people have to their beliefs, um, that will make a lot more sense mm -hmm. um, if, if somebody hasn't uh, studied that in another format. So yeah, like once people have uh, connected with me who have a background, um, I can kind of like guide them through the, the system. Um, the if if it's only the intro um, for practitioners of other modalities that's required, then you don't need to take the foundational templates um, um, or even the helio soul technique, the foundational one, although I still encourage people to do that because I only include enough of that program um, to use as a download in a session. So if you want to use it for yourself, I really do encourage you to, you know, somebody to take that as a standalone course. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And um, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, and then as far as filling in uh, some of the other um, material on the charts, um, again, there are recorded courses that um, don't have to be taken in any particular order. They can um, be taken in terms of like what attracts you. Like if you've already got, um, say a shamanic background, you know, you may not want to take the course that talks about that particular concept. You might be more interested in one of the other courses. Mm -hmm. And then as far as the heliosoul technique goes, there are two other courses, the more and um, additional uh, ones, and those are more for self-development. They're not really required uh, for practitioners. Um, and that is the other thing, like a lot of people think that, uh, you know, we're dealing maybe with advanced uh, processes. No, the way that I've structured the courses, we've got the foundational ones, which are the ones that are recommended to start with. But then we have just more and additional, <laughs> like more and even more. <laughs> and they can be taken usually in any um, in any order, depending on what interests you. And then to ensure the um, integrity of um, practitioners, um, HelioSoul uh, practitioners are also licensed, right? Yes, yes. Uh, we we don't have a certification program because when you're certifying, uh, you're putting people through uh, an exam process, for example, um, there really isn't that much to uh, examine anybody on. The, the, the program, the system, Heliosoul system is 
um, so simple and clearly laid out and easy to follow that there really isn't much to, to examine on. So once a person has been working with it and they feel comfortable, again, they contact uh, me or in your case, if they've gone through your program, you would be doing this, um, that, uh, uh, you know, we uh, send out the licensing agreement and uh, that lasts for a year and um, it's a $30 licensing fee annual plus GST and HST, depending on where you live. Um, yeah, and uh, it's as, you know, uncomplex as that. Mm, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, people will get the logos to work with and they get a certificate and so on. So, yeah, you can um, be listed on the official Heliosoul website as a practitioner, Um with contact information and uh, links to email address and even to your own personal website if you've bought one. Yeah, that's great to have that directory option for yeah. practitioners. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one thing we touched on a bit, um, but maybe I just wanted to highlight a little bit further was um, the philosophy of Heliosoul. And I, I believe that it, that really sets it um, apart from other modalities and um, yeah so if you could if you could just touch on the philosophy of heliosoul how it aligns or or it differs from what else is out there um, <clears throat> well you know i i do believe that all modalities including western medicine <clears throat> like their end result is basically like what the practitioners want they want to help people you know be more comfortable in their bodies be more more comfortable in their in their lives be happier uh but how they go about it is not uh always uh the same so i talk about you know the different uh worldviews like we all have developed a set of belief systems you know that it starts in the womb um because as the uh, sense organs develop uh they they start being used so uh, fetuses can hear what's going on even though it's muffled uh you know they they get uh, uh emotional uh, molecules through the mother's um, blood in uh, through the umbilical cord and so on. So there's a lot of stuff already happening at that subconscious level about whether it's safe uh, to be in this world and so on. And then at birth, uh, depending on what happens at birth, uh, you know, there's uh, even more subconscious beliefs uh, being adopted about you know, what's going on, you know, is this safe? Um, am I going to survive kind of thing? And then as children, <clears throat> depending on uh, our families, uh, the experience within the family, any religions uh, that we're born into, the culture that we're born into, we get taught what to believe about ourselves and others in the world around us. 
And that becomes what we call a, our worldview. The thing is that um, everybody has a different set of world, like a different worldview. Even if you're born into the same family, let's say you got six brothers and sisters, there are going to be that many worldviews because everybody experiences it from their own perspective, what's happening. And that then becomes your truth. And when your truth gets um, rattled, gets um, triggered, gets, um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Challenged um, almost. Challenged, thank you. Mm. Yeah, when it gets challenged, then we automatically have an emotional reaction to it. And we try to defend our viewpoint or, uh, you know, that stress response kicks in where maybe you find that it's a dangerous situation and you want to, you know, get get away from whatever it is that's happening. So there's a lot of stuff that can happen <clears throat> in the body when your belief systems are being challenged. Okay. So um, if you don't deal with that stress, because even at a, the Western um, medicine will tell you now that the, the base of a lot of diseases, it doesn't matter what it is, it comes down to how you react to stress and the hormones and everything that starts to um, penetrate uh, into cells and, and changes biochemistry and so on. So if you don't deal with that, you don't release that emotional attachment to the belief systems, you're going to end up with issues. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, so that's on a body level, but the other thing is that <clears throat> thoughts, your belief systems, thoughts, and the emotions, they have a charge to them. Thoughts are basically have an electric charge and emotions have like a magnetic charge. So we are creating an electromagnetic field with our beliefs and our emotions and all the charges. And then that attracts even more crap to us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you want to um, deal with that. And that's what we do in a session in a helio soul session, we help <clears throat> the, the client identify you know, which belief system has been triggered and has been causing whatever the concern is that's been identified. And um, and then once that has been released, now we can bring in some other frequencies to help repair the body or help to uh, shift how you're interacting with other people. Uh, behaviorally or emotionally or whatever. So now we can bring in other frequencies so that the body literally self heals itself mm -hmm. once that attachment has been removed. It's beautiful. Or sometimes it's more than one belief. Oftentimes it's a network of beliefs um, that have led to, you know, whatever it is that uh, the person is experiencing as unpleasant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, and I, it's so beautiful. Um, because like you said, it's about um, moving away from your specific worldview into a more open accepting state. 
Um, and I, it's interesting because you know the as above, so below, as within, so without. And what I love about this system is that on all levels, it embraces that philosophy. And and one of the things I think that um, when we talk about, you know, how does it compare to other modalities? What makes it different? What makes it uh, similar? The amazing thing about Heliosoul is it works seamlessly with all other modalities, like you mentioned, can help, um, you know, prepare somebody when they're working with other um modalities ameliorate side effects from other modalities amplify the effects of other modalities um is there anything else to add add around that 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 connection yeah well from that perspective um the helio soul system can be seen as complementary um because it won't interfere with the positive effects of other modalities including Western medicine. Um, But it it can also stand on its own um, as well uh, in in dealing with what we were just talking about, you know, helping people release their attachments to belief systems so things can shift and change. Um, The one thing that, um, you know, has always bothered me is when people are in uh, a complementary uh, health modality or into an alternative one, they kind of think that their modality is like the bee's knees, like it's, you know, nothing else, uh, you know, compares. And I would, I would say that like every modality has its place in the spectrum of, you know, healing modalities from Western medicine to, you know, the most esoteric type of um, approach to the body. Um, And I think that uh, every one of those um, is is useful. Um, And uh, a lot of times, you know, Western medicine is put down, like it's like terrible. Well, I can tell you one thing, if I'm in a car accident and you know i've got broken bones and my guts are lying out on the pavement i don't want people just to do you know some energy work on me like i want you to call the doctor like the the paramedics and get them on their way to like help me put me back together again right and then do some of the uh uh, other energy type uh work to help the body with you know, why did you need to have the accident in the first place? Because there are no accidents. There is a reason why you attracted that into your life. And I know that a lot of people don't like that concept um, because then it sounds like, um, you know, everybody is, um, you know, like it's like you wanted to have the accident. No, you didn't want it. But at that subconscious level, something was challenged and you're not letting go of it. So the only way that the universe knows how to get you to stop and look at it is to, you know, have something happen. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, like even even Western medicine has its role. Yeah, everything has its place. and Yes. Everything does have its place. So even, uh, you know, people that are worried about going to the doctor and having tests done. And I think that actually that can, like, we don't need a diagnosis to do any work 
from the heliosoul perspective. We don't need to know what the doctor says is wrong with you. But sometimes if you've been having some really weird things happening and you're not sure what's going on, sometimes going to the doctor and finding out that you're low in iron or that, uh, you know, something else is uh, going on. Like they're the ones that have the sophisticated tests mm -hmm. that can at least point to, you know, physically what's going on, what's what's off. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily always have, especially if it's a chronic condition, they don't always have a good solution. But that's when, you know, you go, go for a heliosol session with your label. And if that comes up, now we can deal with like, what are the belief systems that have led to that low iron or to the cancer in the lungs or whatever it is? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I'm sure everyone's really excited. And I know I've been meaning to ask you, um, when you look at the future for Heliosoul, what do you see? What, what what are your plans? Well, I would like to see more practitioners out there. I think that what we have here is a system that can help a lot of people. Um, not only like health-wise, but live like a better life, like the life that they want to live. Um, it's it's more than just healing, you know, the, the body. Like the tagline is healing soul, body, and mind, right? Now, the soul technically doesn't need healing. It is, you know, pretty well, um, you know, shining its light the only problem is that we can't see it because there's all this uh consciousness stuff that's uh covering it up so um when we say healing the soul we mean removing that stuff mm -hmm. so that you know the the light that we are can shine out mm -hmm. and at the same time then the body is also um healed and it all comes down to the mind shifting mm -hmm. So that's the one thing I'd like to see a lot more uh, practitioners out there um, working with with people, um, because uh, you know the the root cause is not what's out in the environment. It's not you know the food. It's not the five uh, G. It's not the microwaves. It's not the whatever. Um, it all comes down to what are you attached to? Like, are you attached to it being bad? Because if you are, then you will experience it as something that causes problems. Yeah. But if you um, drop the attachment, the emotional attachment, then all those frequencies will just pass right through. There's nothing to attach to. Yeah. Um, so I want to see more people understanding that and working with people on that level. And then um, the other the other thing I would like to uh, expand into, you mentioned at the very beginning that, you know, we can work with animals and we do have an animal program already um, set up. But the next area of expansion would be with plants. 
Um, you can already work with plants with the, shall we say, human version of this, um, but it needs to be tweaked because they have a slightly different uh, physiology and, you know, like they don't have arms and legs or, you know, a heart pumping, but they still have circulation and so on. So um, not only working with plants, say, like in the house or, you know, um, on your property, but for farmers mm. to work with this, uh, with their crops, that can be huge. You can increase the uh, quality of nutrients in you know, whatever it is that is being grown. And you can have a much uh, 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 better harvest and you can deal with pests and insects that normally are a problem in a, in a, in a way that, um, you know, will allow farmers to use less pesticides and, and, and herbicides and so on. So, yeah, yeah. we've got, um, you know, sort of a little start with that but uh yeah people will just have to keep their eyes peeled on the uh, uh website for when we start releasing some of those courses maybe mm. a year from now or so well and I, I agree with what you said i think now more than ever people really need this and they're so ready for it they're ready for this kind of next level of healing um um, yeah, it's fantastic. Now, um, I've worked with quite a few people over the years, and I have to say you are somebody who walks your talk. You, um, no matter what situation you're in, I find you respond uh, in a way that most people would, well, or that I would hope to respond to, right? I, you know, when we talk about being triggered or um, reacting as opposed to responding, um, so, you know, in terms of Heliosoul, how has it impacted you and the way you live your life? Or your own wellness journey, even? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I would say that, um, it, again, it comes down to the, the philosophy that, that this is based on. It's like, if you understand that everything and everyone is part of the one, then there's no judgment, right? Like you're not, you're not attached to, oh, that person is bad because they believe this, or that person did this, therefore they are bad. No. Um, you know, like if you if you understand that uh, everyone is really the same, we're all struggling with the same stuff, um, and you come to an acceptance of this, that is actually at the root of the philosophy is bringing all of your belief systems, letting them all go and coming from a place of agape love. And agape love, like love, there are there are different frequencies of love, right? Like the lowest frequency is that of eros. That's like between two people, very conditional. I will love you as long as you do this, 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 and this. But as soon as you don't do one of those, I don't love you anymore, right? 
And then the next level, uh, next level of uh, frequency to love is uh, Pia, the family uh, level of love. So as long as you belong to the family, it, I think of it as like the clan mentality, right? Like as long as you belong to here, to this family, you'll be okay. But as soon as you break one of the family's rules, out, you're gone. I mean, we don't, you know, accept you anymore. And then some other, uh, another level uh, higher than that is the filios, the brotherly love. But again, it's conditional as long as you belong to this country or to this country club or, you know, to this whatever, this church, for example, this religion or whatever, yeah. then as long as you belong, you're fine, you know, but other religions and other countries and forget it, right? You know, so the highest frequency of love is what the Greeks called agape. And that is when there are no conditions. As long as something exists, it is accepted. It's part of the one. It's, again, thinking in duality that this is good and this is bad is what causes all of the problems in our world, not just in our own lives, but like look at all the conflict right now that's happening on, in the world, right? Because this country doesn't like this country, wants to take it over or whatever, or, you know, with, it's at a religious level, at a belief system level. I mean, it just causes all of our problems. If we can get to the place of agape love, where if something exists, you simply accept it for being valid, mm. then there wouldn't be any conflict and there wouldn't be any need for illnesses to show you that your thinking is wrong. There wouldn't be any need for accidents or attracting the wrong people into your life all the time. There wouldn't be any need for that. Mm -hmm. it'd be amazing <laughs> yeah because so it's I think that's that is probably what I would say um you know in my own life is what I attempt and I, I, nobody's perfect we're all human you know uh there are still times when you know we might get triggered and that's when you got to stop and say well wait a minute why is that bothering me why am I reacting like that you know, what, what belief system am I hanging on to um, that is still making me have an overreaction to something? Yeah. Well, and I love just the practitioners that I've started working with. Um, they are already comment commenting on how through the work and helping others that they are shifting themselves as well and how powerful that is. Um, so well and that that is something to note because in some other uh, energy type modalities uh, I've been told that people have been told don't work on any other people until you're clear yourself well that's not gonna happen then you'll never get to work on anybody right <laughs> so if you understand that everything is frequencies then, you know, the people that you attract to work with, if whatever their story is resonates with you, like it kind of gets something, you know, stirred up in you, then whatever comes up for that client when you do the download 
if there's anything there that you can benefit from, because it's all frequencies and frequencies are, are everywhere all at once, then you are going to shift as well. Like I remember when, um, you know, I first started, uh, uh, well, I, I, I first started attracting young women who were having trouble conceiving or, you know, uh, getting pregnant. And that was around the same time that my daughters-in-law were getting pregnant. And so I was getting, you know, triggered a little bit by these young women that were coming to me with their stories. And I was thinking, oh my God, what if that happens to my grandchild or whatever, you know? So, but then I, by working with them and explaining to them, uh, my clients that is, uh, you know, what their beliefs were that were being triggered, then I recognized within myself, you know. So, yeah, I was able to get um, to the point where I could release some of those fears that I had at a, not at a conscious level, but at a subconscious level. Yeah. And in the meantime, I have been known to, you know, get people pregnant. <laughs> awesome because what you know one of the things we can do is uh energetically open up uh, a space you know once the mom and the dad you know potential parents have released some of their belief systems we can open up an energetic space for that little spirit to come in and join them and yeah, we've been successful. It's mm, nice. Baby. <laughs> okay, this has been great. Okay, one one last question. Yes. Um, so what advice or message would you uh, like to share uh, for the listeners? Because probably most of them are already exploring holistic healing um, and they're probably interested in the heliosoul system. What what message or, or advice would you want to share as kind of like your parting? Farewell. Well, I would probably say that it's never too late to keep exploring and finding what resonates with you. Um, you know, like uh, I found uh, in the past that who we attract to this kind of work is usually a more mature person. You know, they've already had life experience and um then they get to the point where it's like oh you know i got helped in this way i wonder if i can help others and then they look at their age and they go oh my goodness i'm like too old to you know start something new and it's like you know what you're never too old mm -hmm. never too old to um explore actually it, it keeps you young you know like that mental um, uh, stimulation of exploring some new ideas and then helping people and 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 uh, seeing their aha moments when they connect the dots why they you know have experienced whatever they're experiencing and then also to shift yourself and and see changes in your own life like I mean isn't that what we're all here for is the spiritual journey. Uh, in this human form. So um, I do believe that the helio soul system is one of those steps mm -hmm. uh, in that uh, spiritual evolution. Yeah. And helping with they those fears. 
Yeah. What's that? Helping with those layers. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 Might not, might not be the end. Might just be the very beginning <laughs> of a new. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be the jumping off, you know, point for something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shifts happen. Every, not everybody's going to be on the same path. Mm -hmm. What do they, what did the ancient sages say? There are many ways to reach the top of the mountain, many different pathways, you know? Yeah. And listen to your heart about what, what feels aligned for you. And yeah, it needs to resonate. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't resonate in your heart, yeah. then it's just all mind games. It's all just mind chatter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No yeah. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for all of your time. Um, yeah, you're, no problem. You're such a bright it's my light. pleasure. Uh, and, and I um, do hope that uh, you know the people that are listening will have gotten something out of this. Mm -hmm. And I'll make sure to include a link to the main Heliosoul website. Okay. So um, if you're interested in sessions, you can visit the practitioners there. The courses are also listed there, and also I'll link out to my um, Heliosoul practitioner program for, for more information. So. Thanks again. Yeah, that, that's something that needs to be highlighted that your courses are not on the uh, official Heliosoul um, course schedule because you have a different uh, setup. So they need to connect with you directly. Yes. And, but uh, I'll make sure all those are in the notes. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, everyone. And uh, thank you again. Yes. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much for joining me on this enlightening exploration today on the Spirit of Healing. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights that you can carry with you on your own path to well-being. Now, I love hearing from listeners, so if you have questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes, please reach out to me through my website at lisapowers.co. Your feedback is invaluable in shaping the content I bring to you. And speaking of shaping your journey, if you're ready to take the next step in your path to holistic wellness, don't forget to check out the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. It's an incredible opportunity to become a licensed energy practitioner and make a real impact in the world of healing. Before I say goodbye, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to you for being a part of our podcast community. Your support and your presence mean the world to me. So until next time, continue to nurture your mind, your body, and your spirit. And remember that healing is a journey and you are on the right path. So stay tuned for more enlightening episodes of The Spirit of Healing. And until then, take care of yourself and keep shining your beautiful light.